Hello, my name is Emily Igioti, and my definition of relentless is someone who doesn't give up and keep going. Hello, folks, and welcome to the Relentless Podcast. I am your host, Kyle Dubay, and today we have an awesome guest, uh, somebody who has embarked on a remarkable journey in the world of visual storytelling. Has, uh, has traveled the world, has some pretty incredible stories that we're going to hear, uh, and we're, we're excited to have Emily Igiotti, yes, uh, on the Relentless Podcast. Emily, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's good thanks. to see you. It's good. We talked the other day, but yes. it's so good to meet you face-to-face. Yes, it's great to be here. So, Emily, we, uh, your, your main job uh, yes. is you are a photographer. I am. And I, I'm going to tell you that I love photography, yeah. but it's not like I take pictures. Right. Um, I have been to a, a beautiful place called Northern Ireland and Ireland many times. Mm. And I have uh, in my office pictures that I took. And this was back in the 2004, 2005, 2006, right. when we actually used a digital camera, not yeah. our phones. Yes. And I, uh, I have all these pictures and, and, and I you know made them bigger and i frame them and people come and they go oh my god those are incredible pictures who took those like and i said well mm-hmm. i did and they said are you a photographer and i said no but i believe that anybody can go to a beautiful place yes and take a uh, just a picture and they're just beautiful exactly now all that being said those are the only nice pictures i've ever taken in my life <laughs> and I, I don't uh I don't take a lot of pictures, even with my phone, which is a little bit weird. Let's talk about you, though. Okay. And not my photography uh, history. Where do you come from? Uh, and let's talk a little bit okay. about your journey. Because yes. you are French. I'm French from but France. But you are France French, not <laughs> yes. Canadian French. Not Canadian, even though I lived in Montreal. So, um, so yes, I'm from France. Uh, I was born and I grew up in Reunion Island. Usually people don't know where it is. It's near Madagascar. It's in the Indian Ocean. Uh, so it's a French territory uh, overseas. Um, so I was born there, grew there, left and when I was 18 years old to move to uh, Versailles, which usually people know where it is, <laughs> uh, to study, um, to go to law school. So, okay. Yes. Now but, let's, let's pause it for yes. a sec. So you grew up in yeah. Madagascar. Yeah, Madagascar. Near yes. or yeah, like it's a it, tiny, it's a tiny it's island. A, two so Mauritius Islands and Reunion Islands okay. are two very small islands near this big Madagascar. And you uh, say country. it way better than I do, but I'm going to call it Reunion Island. Yes. But you say like you just it's a nice accent. Uh, oh, know? thank you. Yeah. So this place, yes. and I should have looked it up before we talked. It's okay. It sounds amazing. It's gorgeous. It's part of the UNESCO, if I said that correctly, um, heritage. So it's tropical island. Tropical. Gorgeous landscape. What are the beaches like? It's beautiful. Is it white sand? Is it? It is, is it? white sand. We also have black sand there. Black sand, white yeah, sand, it, everything. And the ocean mountains, is, oceans, just everything. Uh, yeah. Everything. So it sounds like heaven. Perfect, like heaven. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and but then you left to go to school, which makes sense. Yes, I left to go to school. My parents uh, were teachers. They uh, told me don't be a teacher. So I they wanted me to become a lawyer. So okay. I went to law school. Yeah. Uh, did my master degree. So I have a master degree in intellectual property and new technology. Uh, then I worked uh, as a legal assistant, didn't like it at all. Hmm. 
had a lot of uh, very bad experiences with um, working in the legal field. And I, I felt like this was not my calling. So that's when I, so then I lost my job. And then I started getting into photography. And like you, I, I just took photos. I was just like, you know, going on a walk, taking photos of flowers and stuff yeah. like that. And I, I loved it. It's, yeah. it's a great uh, hobby. It's like very creative. Uh, so I was doing that as a distraction from looking for a new job. And I started really like getting into, okay, oh, I want to make this photo better. So I, I started looking online it was 2004 or something like this 2005 so it was the beginning of like forums you know like you could go online and just ask questions how do I take a better photo of this and sure. just like I got into that photography you know hobby and uh, and yeah and after that uh, I um, left uh, the legal field and I and I started my photography business it's so interesting so it was a hobby which was I'm, a hobby. Which I'm yes. assuming most photographers that's how it starts yes. you, you know yeah. it's a, most art artists yes it's it's a hobby but it becomes a passion it becomes a love exactly. of theirs yeah and the legal stuff was not your bag no you were done no I didn't not fulfilling not fulfilling and I didn't like uh, because I probably had um, a misunderstanding of what the real job would be. So mm. I was really like in my little office by myself right. with my books, doing, doing my research, doing paperwork. And I didn't love this. I wanted to work with a team. I'm a social person, so I love working with other people. And, and you I, thought the idea of a lawyer is being in the courtroom yeah. and doing the Tom Cruise yeah. stuff with Jack Nicholson, right? <laughs> exactly. You can't handle the truth, yes. like all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, all that stuff. And yeah, and it was not this. It right. was very, uh, it was a lonely, I mean, for me, it was a very lonely job for yeah. me. So I didn't like that. Mm -hmm. So the photography, you're taking pictures of flowers, other beautiful yeah. things. Cats, flowers. Ca cats, flowers. <laughs> yeah. I love flowers. Yes. My mom was a florist, so I uh -huh. love flowers. I love flowers. I don't like cats. I'm not going to lie. Oh, okay. Are That's you, okay. Are you a cat person? I'm a cat and a dog person. Okay. I, loved, I love cats I love and dogs. I love dogs, not yeah. a cat person. But anyway, we don't That's need to talk okay. about it. That's not what this is about, okay? <laughs> no. So... You're and then how did you start a business? So like you just out of like nowhere. And where are you living at this time? I was living in. Uh, so when I started the hobby, I was in Reunion Island, um, because after my studies, I actually so I did all of my studies in France in yeah. Versailles, and after uh, my studies, I went back to Reunion Island, where I got my first job okay. um, in law. In law, yeah. yeah, I was a jurist, uh, okay. a legal assistant for a lawyer, so okay. I was in private practice, um, and I. So that was not the really the job that I thought I would do. Yeah. So um, I start. I kind of like went into different jobs, still didn't like it. Then I I lost my job and I was unemployed, bored. So that's when I started the hobby, and then um, the. Uh, but the funny story is that, uh, so I was in Reunion Island and I was still trying to be a lawyer and I was still trying to find a job. So um, I had this idea that I would go into human resources because I was thinking, I don't find a job as a lawyer, as a jurist, as a legal assistant. Maybe if I just switch it up a little bit, I can just like find another job. So I, I applied for a master in human resources where my parents lived at that time. So, I mean, they still live in Normandy. Uh, and I applied for this uh, human resources uh, master thinking I would do it and then I would find a job in human resources. Okay. Uh, the thing is that I went to an interview with this person, the master degree director, and it was the worst uh, interview of my entire life. This man was so mean and so... 
if I f it felt like the new universe was telling me, you need to get out of this. This is not for you. Ironically, Just going into an HR. Yes. And the guy who is mean and not doing good in interviews. Exactly. Yeah. So I left this interview thinking, oh my God, this is it. What, what am I going to do? Thinking a little bit like, okay, I have no other, you know, kind of like... Uh, exit. I have right. no. So, and at that time, I oh, I was already doing lots of photography, and my, one of my friend and I met online through forums and just like yeah. helping each other, kind of like yeah, um, through MySpace. Exactly. Yeah, stuff like that. She said to me, she's like, "Why don't you just start a photography business?" And the joke is that I laugh at her a little bit, and I was like, "Who is going to pay me to take photos?" Right. And but then the idea was in was there the idea. Uh, and I was like, okay, I feel like I was like at the end of the rope. Yeah. I had no other, uh, I was unemployed, yeah. uh, left everything in rain, in Iranian Island, moved back to, with my parents. Sure. The, um, the HR stuff's not going to work out. It didn't work out because the man literally told me that he didn't see why I was applying. Like I yeah. knew it was going to be a no. So I felt like at the end of the, you know, that crossroads and I was like, well, okay, what am I going to do? And she said that to me and I laughed. But then I, I thought, actually, why not? Right. Uh, so I had already taken photos. So she told me I'm going to help you build a website because she was at that time also uh, starting a photography business. Yeah. Uh, she's a mom of three kids and she was helping her husband. But then she was like, this is time for me to do my own thing. So she was like, let's help each other. Yeah. We're going Which is very cool. This right? is a great. Because, now, did you work together on yes. a company or were you competitors? No, we were two, but I was in Normandy. She was in the south of oh, France. Okay. So not really competitors, yeah, but yeah. Um, really like friends in that uh, journey. Sure. Uh, sure. Helping each other. So she helped me so build a website. So when she said that, I was like, actually, yes, I'm going to just see, give myself a year and yeah. see where this is going. Now, this is exciting because... If, if you're able to actually get paid yes. for something you love to do, yes. is there any better feeling in the world? It's That's great. It's probably awesome. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So I'm, from the, the, the mm -hmm. stuff that we've talked about, the, 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 the research that, that we've done, you started doing wedding yes. stuff, right? Yeah. And is it, do you think that that's the way a lot of photographers start? Like, is that kind of a... Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a common business, right? It is. There's so many weddings and people want their pictures Absolutely. taken. So yes. that's how you got into it was doing wedding photos. Yes, I started uh, with weddings because it uh, weddings is the, the entry point, I would say, yeah. uh, to photography most of the time because it's um, you can learn with other people. You can be second shooters for wedding photographers. Sure. Also, lots of weddings, lots of people, lots of different budgets. Yeah. So you can start shooting weddings for, I don't know, 300 Bucks, like yeah. it's it's very probably up to way oh, like ten thousand yeah, dollars. Absolutely, like, yeah, yes. Yeah. So it's very it's very a wide variety of opportunities for uh yeah to shoot start shooting weddings, and for me it was just like literally trying anything. So weddings were um yeah the the thing that I w I went with, and uh, I think I booked five weddings. Uh, from just knowing a few people looking for wedding photographers the first year and then the next year I had 15 booked Yeah. because when you start showing your work after that it, went, it was very easy and it was 2009 so and before such, uh, yeah so and sorry to interrupt you but so much of it's word of mouth too absolutely oh who did your photos yes. oh I want to get right so then that yeah. starts to kind of get the snowball going exactly right? yeah that's how I started I think I had some 
portrait work and then people loved my style and yeah. they could tell that I could use this style to shoot weddings. Uh, so I started with a friend of a, uh, the sister of a friend who was getting married and didn't really want to go through with a traditional uh, wedding photographer because uh, at that time there was still a lot of like very posed. Right. I was going to say yes. it's changed so much it because changed I got so married much. I know this will shock people. I got married in 1996 and people are like what did he get married when he was 10? But <laughs> But right. so in 1996, yes. and our wedding photographer was actually a, a friend of the family who's yes. a professional photographer. Yeah. It was great. She, that was her wedding gift to us. Yeah. We have beautiful wedding pictures and all that. But it was, she was actually almost a little bit, to me, it was like in those in the 90s when it started, and I'm going to call it cutting edge. Right. But it wasn't just <laughs> the group shot yes. and the shot of you exchanging rings right. like it became so much more and now they're trying to get all the natural shots exactly. and the people laughing and yes. talking and all that which is kind of when you yes came into it the, came in to so, the scene. yeah i i call it documentary or lifestyle i think lifestyle is the word that we were using at that time and i think i mean for france it was new i know that the u.s were kind of like ahead of their time regarding photography and wedding photography especially uh so yeah it was less those like very posed right. and stiff yes photos of like and just a portrait yeah. and just it was really documenting the day just the groomsmen just, just the, yeah exactly just, just the rings catch with you the hands yeah. like that thank you catch you later We're exactly yeah. so so i started in with that movement and it um it was really amazing because there was not a lot of people doing that at that time so people who were not interested in the traditional wedding photography style uh, booked me because i was like i will photograph it this way yeah. just so you know you know we should tell people so people, you started the movement. I, I should totally yes. say that. Uh, like, we'll cut it. So you started this movement. I guess. Yes, I did. That is so awesome, <laughs> Emily. So now you are doing this over. You're still in Europe. When do you come to Canada? Okay, so I started uh, actually celebrating 14 years of uh, being a photographer this year oh, in June. So I started in June 2009. Yeah. Uh, I. Created my website and then um, so so I started booking weddings, and then so the year, a year later I met my ex-husband. 2010 I met my ex-husband in France. He is Italian, and uh, we started dating. And after a few months dating, it told me I'm I want to move to Quebec to Montreal. Yeah. I'm applying for jobs, and I was kind of like, oh okay. Oh, sure, I love Montreal. It sounds like a great. You've been there. No, no, I haven't been there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, but I mean, as French people, we know you we know, know about Montreal, Montreal about Quebec Absolutely. because yeah. the French heritage and yeah. the connection with France. So, so I was like, actually, yeah, why not? Mm -hmm. uh, so he applied for a job uh, at a bank. Uh, so he has a he had a very different um, job. He's not a creative person. He's a banker. So he applied for a job at a bank in Montreal, got the job, and we moved to Montreal in a few months, uh, got married, moved two months later to uh, Quebec. Mm. Uh, yeah, and then I moved my business from friends who I was starting to kind of like be busy, yeah. be very booked, uh, moved my business from... Um, 
France to Montreal, and uh, I had to do a lot of back and forth because I, I was still shooting uh, weddings in France and shooting, and now moving my business. So you were go- flying back and forth, flying back and forth and for so at I'm, least was, two years. Oh yeah. wow! So I'm assuming though, if like I'm a I'm a person getting married, and I go, listen, Emily, I want you to come. That I'm paying for you to come to France. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So these are people that are paying big bucks yes. to get you. Yeah, I was starting to get really really good clients, and um, it, yeah, it was very very intense, but. Also, I mean, weddings are yeah. fun. So yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm flying back to see my families. That was great. And then, you're, so you're doing all this now in Montreal. Yeah. Beautiful city. Beautiful. Gorgeous city. Yes. And now your business is starting to grow. Yeah. In Montreal. Yes. Doing wedding photos. Doing wedding photos. Yeah. But then. And then. You made a change. Edmonton. <laughs> then, then. And then you, portraits. Then yes. you thought. Well, I, I grew up in Madagascar <laughs> on this tropical <laughs> island with white and black sand everywhere. <laughs> the the yeah. ocean is so clear. You mm-hmm. like just all this stuff. Yes. It is heaven on earth. Right. Then I've gone to school. I've done this. I went back to Madagascar. And, yeah. But now I'm in Montreal. Gorgeous. And then you thought, I know what I want to do. Right. I want to move to one of the coldest places on earth in the winter. <laughs> That's what yes. I want to do. Right. So. What brought oh, you oh, here? Yeah. Yeah. Good question. Uh, funny story. I so we were living in Montreal with my ex-husband, and suddenly he's like, "Oh, I um, I applied for any, another job, and let's move to Edmonton." And I said, "Edmonton, where is that? Where is that?" <laughs> so I knew about Calgary. I, I'm, I'm you know sorry. What? For I'm, I'm going to stop you. That's so Montreal. <laughs> Right, Edmonton. Where is Edmonton? <laughs> so I, actually, I knew about Calgary because uh, in France, we uh, my parents love to watch the um, uh, the Car- oh, the man. Stampede. No, not the Stampede. The, the oh, hockey man. team. No, the oh, man. I'm losing my. Come on, uh, Emily. What are we talking about here? There's only <laughs> Olympics. two. The oh, the '88 Olympics. Exactly. Yes. So I knew the name Calgary yeah. because. You know, it, that actually the Indian Olympics put Calgary on the map worldwide. Exactly. Right? Yeah. 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 So that's all I knew about this side of uh, Canada. Oh, yeah. I was like Calgary. Oh yeah, I remember the Olympics. Yeah. Uh, and then I was like, Oh, Edmonton. Where is Edmonton? So I had to literally Google yeah. maps and look. Uh, so yeah. So we moved to um, Edmonton in 2016. Uh, at that time, I was. Uh, getting tired of weddings a little Mm. bit because I've been shooting weddings for like seven years, six years, seven years now. Uh, I felt like I've done... Too many many bridezillas? Actually, not the bridezillas, the guests. Oh. Because my clients were pretty cool and young and they just wanted good photos. They just wanted to have fun on their day. It's the guests. Okay, tell me, tell some stories. (laughs) Some stories on guests. Yeah, so um, it's... some guests feel like I'm I'm here for them. Right. It's 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 like it's not about the bride. It's and not the groom. about the groom. It's about them. Yes, about them. And it's I'm their like, show. this is not about you. And right. I had a few guests being a little bit rude, like kind of like, um, not really like call me like ask, excuse me, do you mind taking a photo? It's kind of like, hey, um, c- uh, photographer, come bossing take a photo. You yeah, bossing me around, turning me like help, yeah. which I. I, I mean, I get I'm here to work, but I'm not really help. Right. You know, um, also not a, not a way to treat anyone no, uh, like no. that. Like kind of like calling me. And, and they're not in charge. They're not in charge. No. This is not their wedding. This, right. is the, this is the bride and groom. So I, I actually had a few times where I was just um, like, you, oh my God, I can't did, believe. Did you ever street fight any of them? No, no, okay. no, I was trying to stay professional. Okay. <laughs> so I wanted to finish you my, didn't my, lose my client. 
Maybe yeah, you exactly. never know. Maybe the bride and groom would have appreciated. Maybe I, I swear. Yeah, probably yeah. they would have been like, "Oh yeah, this." So I find, I, but I do find it interesting that that was what was grinding on you more than anything it was just like other people there being annoying and yeah. like just you know. And yeah, and the uh, very long days, I must say. Yeah, um, oh, those would be very long days. Yeah, very long, and um, mostly in the summer and on the weekends. So mm. it's um, you know it's quite draining, mm-hmm. uh, fun job, but I must say. Uh, great when you're like younger and you sure. kind of like you have all the energy and you're yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to shoot a. And great way to start. Absolutely. But then you started getting into portraits. Yes. So and let's talk about that. Like, it's, okay. I think people know what portraits are, but I'm assuming right. there's different styles and there's different ways of doing it. Yes, uh, very different. I so for me also weddings where I, I love like. Oh, we talked about it on the phone. Like, I love stories. Like, yeah. I love talking to people. And I found that at weddings, it's very hard. I'm, I'm not going to talk to 300 people. So right. I know my the bride and groom. I know their story. and I. But then I don't really spend time kind of like en- engaging with them, connecting really with them, right? Really what you're doing is you're, you're through photographs, you're telling the story of that day. Exactly. Of the event. Yes. Not indeed. so not much of, of the, them. No. Right. Exactly. So I felt like something was missing there. I was like, oh... Um, I, uh, this is too much. I love the one-on-one. I love, so I was also doing portraits on the side, uh, because when you're a wedding photographer, you do a little bit of everything. You do family photos. You also do, because weddings are very seasonal. It's in the summer, it's every weekend, but then you need to find some other jobs, you know, uh, the rest of the year. Uh, so I was already doing portraits and I love the idea of just like being in a studio with my client and like share stories and talk and take photos of them and see see them kind of like really like opening up in front of me. So I love that. And I was like, oh, I, I want to do more of this. Uh, and I was really, I was well known in my, in Montreal for weddings. So it's, mm. it, I, I felt like it was really hard for me to kind of like, oh, by the way, I'm quitting weddings. And I'm going yeah. to switch to portraits. Bra- how do you branch over Ex- into this? Right? Yeah, exactly. Right. So I, um, I took the opportunity when I moved to Edmonton to uh, market myself as a portrait photographer. So I uh, changed my website, no more wedding photos. Uh, I still had some weddings to shoot uh, in Montreal. I think I had two left. So I went back. But after that, I was like, okay, now this is, I'm a portrait photographer and I'm marketing myself as a portrait um, photographer. So so I changed my website and I started really talking about portraits. Like my social media also changed. I uh, got rid of all the wedding photos. Yeah. So uh, in Montreal, I also, this is when I started... uh, Working with this idea of like women who um, are not really seen because mm-hmm. I was shooting weddings and I was shooting engagement, uh, engagement, so the couple shoots before sure. the wedding. Sure. Uh, and I realized that uh, women, women are photographed when they are uh, engaged. Sure. So they are a fiance, they are getting married, they sure. are a bride, and then when they are a mother. Sure. And I was suddenly I was like, okay, wait, but what if someone doesn't do any of those? Mm. A woman doesn't get married. She yeah. is not a mother. Is she getting her photos taken? And I realized as an entire part of uh, the population that is not being photographed yeah. because they don't do those things. So I started kind of like uh, thinking of a project um, about women who are not, um, you know, they don't really like, they, we can, they, they're not in those boxes. Uh, and I called it the truth in you. 
So this was for anyone who is just want photos for themselves. Right. So that's how I kind of like uh, took all those uh, that experience with weddings and photographing people into portraits because I, I wanted to also to not be like, I'm a portrait photographer. It's like, okay, but what am I doing? Like, what is the, what is the purpose of my, of my portrait yeah. work? Yeah. Um, there's so many other portrait photographers. I find this interesting because you, what you wanted to do was not just, you know, uh, not just have people like at Walmart come and say, take your it, family portrait. Exactly. You wanted to do, you wanted it to be purposeful. Yes. You wanted these pictures to have a purpose, either for the person individually, and maybe that's all it was for. Absolutely. Or maybe it was for that person to be able to share with other people. Exactly. There's that saying, a picture tells a thousand words. Yes. Right? Yeah. And And is that the saying? A picture tells a picture A picture say, uh, yes. A picture says a thousand, thousand words. words. Yeah. That, to me, is what really good photography can do, where, where that picture can really make someone think about, oh, what is happening in this person's yeah. life? That's essentially what you were trying to do. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I wanted to tell people's stories through portraits. And uh, everyone has a story. It's mm-hmm. everyone. It's the person working a nine-to-five job, the, the CEO, uh, this is what the I mom. Love. This, you know what I love doing about a podcast? Yeah. I, I love hearing about your story. Yeah, That's exactly. what this all is. is yeah. it's, it's storytelling, right? Exactly. And I think people love hearing stories, too. Yes, they do. Yeah. So I started in... Uh, I started in uh, so doing those sessions with women and um, lots of people were still confusing um, boudoir and women photography. So, sure. uh, because again, it's uh, those uh, kind of like ideas of like, you do photos <clears throat> for for the, for someone else or you do photos because you're and mom. For, for the listeners that don't know what the word boudoir means, yes. it's bedroom. It, it is, yeah, yes. exactly. It's, it's when you get ready and be sexy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I go to my boudoir every yeah, morning. I bet, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I just love the word boudoir. Just yeah, so yes. you know. I honestly, I do. I use it often. Like, I think that's a great word. Yeah. But you are correct that people are getting photos taken for other people. Exactly. And I was, I wanted to have uh, an offering for people who just want photos for themselves. Right. Yeah. For their legacy. So let me ask you this. And I don't know if this is a fair question or not because I find it so interesting. Mm-hmm. How do you tell a person's story through pictures? Do you get what I'm saying? Like, let's say their story is, and and, and again, whatever their story is, I'll I'll talk a little bit so you can maybe think about it, but whatever their story is, and, 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 you know, maybe their story is that they've had some tragedy in their lives. Mm -hmm. Maybe the story they want to tell is they've had some success in their lives. Whatever that is, how do you tell that story through photography? Or is that important? Is it more about what that person wants to relay or relate through picture mm-hmm. that as long as they understand the story, that's right. all that matters? Right. Does that, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get that. Um, I think you're right. I think it's more about, of course, they, I'm telling their story, but also I'm not. I don't want to fall into some type of cliche of, oh, this person has a tragedy, so we're going to take sad photos of them. Right, right. Oh, you just have a success, so we're going to do a photo of you jumping. You know, like those stereotypes of uh, like, oh, this this is what the photo means. Right. So I think for me, the most important part is really to, my goal is to take photos, authentic photos of people. So I want them when they look at those photos, um, they see themselves. Yes. They don't see 
a cliche. They're they going to see, see, see more than what I see looking at that picture. Exactly. Right. Also, um, I had someone tell me um, they will look at the photos and remember what they were going through at that time or yeah. how they felt. Right. So that's it's so m- personal. Very personal. So personal. Yeah, very personal. Uh, I had one of my clients who went through uh, a very uh, sad, um, huge grief. She lost her husband. Mm. We took photos of her. And I didn't want the photos to be... A, a story is already tragic. Sure. So it, And also we're not doing like the, you know, the very... Um, polished photos of her smiling because sure. everything is great. So it was very, it was the well, that's fine. Fake. That's fake, right? Exactly. Yes, because at that time she was going through a lot. So, so it's it's um, um, it's a lot of uh, um, personalized, a uh, lot of psychology, but very uh, like connecting with a person yeah. and really ask them okay what do you want from that photo shoot it's so interesting because i'm sitting here thinking i'm not a, uh, uh now this is not me fishing for you to, to say a call but i'm not in my opinion like a photographic or, or a photogenic photogenic person. my wife is just gorgeous oh. and she is so photogenic yeah. and um and i'm not i i i mean listen i do, do we even though we put these on youtube this this you is, have beautiful eyes, I must say. Would you stop it? Honestly, I'm married, Emily. Um, <laughs> that is very nice of you to say. Thank you. But, but you know, just in general, I just I think that the voice is yes. good for a podcast. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, I know what you mean. So that being said, there is one picture. I won't go into it, but it's making yes. me think. There's one picture that was taken to me years ago, mm-hmm. and it was for an article that we did on UCAN, and there's this UCAN logo in the background, right. our old logo, and it is – my favorite picture of me because we all have a favorite picture we, we or 10 do. favorite pictures Absolutely. and it is hands down my favorite picture because of the expression on my face the just everything right and it does take me back to this time mm. of of whatever that time and and so that uh, that's how i'm trying to yes. equate this in my mind yeah. to what you're doing with people now here's what's interesting that person didn't even know they were doing that no oh, no they that wasn't done on Purpose on purpose. No, them. exactly. You're trying to do this on purpose. I do it this on purpose. Which I think is cool. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Which I um, think is cool. Yeah. So people say that all the time to me. The first thing they say when they get to the photo shoot, I'm not photogenic. I'm not photogenic. And the second thing, I'm awkward in front of the camera. And then I what do they say? That they are awkward. 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 Yeah. Right. Uncomfortable. Awkward. Well, because um, they get nervous probably. Yeah. And I say, you know what? Everyone said that and that is not true. Right. <laughs> but it's your job to help them not feel that exactly. way. Exactly. That is my job. Yeah. Uh, so... This is not, m- most of my clients are not professional models, let's mm. be honest. Mm-hmm. They are normal people, everyday people. Absolutely. Nine to five jobs, business owners. Uh, well, if they were professional models, you'd be paying them. They wouldn't be paying yes, you. Yes, exactly. Right? Uh, so I tell them, no, you're not, this is not, this is not your job. And that, this is my job to yeah. make you feel comfortable first. Yeah. To give you directions, instructions mm-hmm. uh, on how to pose, because that's how you will, um, you know, I w- we will get the photo that we need to get, yeah. and uh, and then we're just we're just going to talk the way we're talking like that. I ask them lots of questions. I want them. To, I, I want to know about them um, because I feel uh, if I know about the person, why are they here? What do they do? What is their job? Do they have, you know? the partner family do they love cats or dogs right right uh we talk about so many different things but that's when people relax and that's when Mm. we can 
uh, take genuine, authentic photos of of them. Well, you're building trust. I Even am, in a yes. short amount of time. A very short amount of you're time. You're building relationship. Yeah. You're building trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, yes. you know, you're feeling more comfortable. They're feeling more comfortable. I think exactly. it's amazing. The Relentless Podcast is brought to you by You Can Youth Services, which I am very proud to be a part of. You Can Youth Services is an organization that helps young people move out of harm's way and onto a path of economic independence. If you want to learn more about the incredible work that we do with some very vulnerable young people, please go to www.youcan.ca. That's www.youcan.ca. What what is the 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 long game here? Like, as a photographer, we've had a, we've had an artist on here. I know some artists. I know yes. some musicians. Yeah. I know stand up comedians. Which comedy is an art form? Right. There's all these art forms, um, and it's a grind. Yes, it is. It's not easy <laughs> to make a living no. doing this. Mm-hmm. But it seems to me that you have made a living doing yes. this. Yes. Yeah. Um, but how hard was that in the beginning? Oh, yeah. and, and actually, how hard is it now? It is, um, you know, creative jobs, creative uh, careers are challenging. Mm. Um, because not saying that other jobs are not challenging, but there is a specific challenge with being a creative person, a photographer, a musician, because people uh, think, oh, you love what you're doing, so you don't really need to be paid. Right. So right. it's like it's great to be paid for your for your job for your passion. Sure. And also we need to we live in a we gotta live. capitalistic you, society. You, you need a roof, you need to eat. <laughs> I need to pay my bills. Yeah, exactly. So I sometimes I mean not not now because I've built my portfolio, you know, my career. So now people don't really question this. But when I started, I had a lot of, uh, oh, can you do this for free? Can you collaborate? Because, you know, you're just starting. You need exposure. Sure. And it's exposure, don't pay bills. No. Uh, So it's, uh, and people kind of like, not everyone, um, but a few people would try. They would try anyway. They were like, oh, you know, I don't really have a big budget. Do you mind doing this for... You know, and maybe in the beginning, whenever you have to go, yeah, because I need to get started. Absolutely. So, sure. Yes. I did a lot of free um, free work or collaboration, and I still do it depending on the project, of right. course. So, like when we do the project with me, we're going to, we won't do boudoir shots. No, no, Because I did not. those years ago. Yeah. And they didn't go over well. Okay. My wife burnt them. It was, I gave it, it was a Valentine's Day <laughs> She's gift. Like, Never again. She, yeah, she looked at them once <laughs> and burnt them. So, um, that's, that's, that's not true. Yeah, that didn't happen. I know. She that's loved okay. them. <laughs> she loved them. Emily, she did. So you're, you're to the point though now where this is, I mean, this sustains you like this is, yes. you're, you're quite successful at this. Thank you. So I have, uh, so now I have a studio, mm-hmm. uh, on 124th street. I just opened with my business partner, a new space, uh, where we also rent to other people. So we rent that space to other photographers, uh, other creatives. Um, I use this space for my work. And uh, and I also um, just added to my team, my assistant slash associate photographer, who is going to be shooting for me now. So yeah, it's... um, So you're starting to build it up a little bit. And And what's the ultimate goal? Do you want to have like 25 people working for you or do you just want a few of you? Like, you know what I'm saying? Do you yeah. want it to be like boutique style or do you want it to go a bit bigger? Yeah, I don't think I want to go too big. I love the 
very personalized, mm. uh, like boutique, yeah, yeah, studio, photography studio. I don't want to have, I don't think I want to have 25 photographers working for me. Uh, my partner was telling me, yeah, you, you could hire people to shoot weddings. And I was like, I absolutely not. I don't want to deal with <laughs> You're like, I left that. I, I left that. that. And I even I don't want to uh, manage other wedding photographers because uh, weddings, there's always things happening. It's very, very intense. <laughs> well, the thing is, if you get too big, that's all you'll do. You won't even Absolutely. be taking yes. photos anymore. And, yeah, you'll, exactly. you'll be managing people and you'll yes. be coordinating schedules and making sure people are paying and like all that at mini stuff, which is for my understanding of the creative people I know, that is not their forte. They want to no. be creating the art. Yeah, right? exactly. Yes. Yeah, and absolutely. it's manageable if it's just a couple of few. A couple of uh, people. So I, I'm starting with one person. We'll see if that goes well. Uh, and then I still love shooting. So mm. I want to keep, you know, taking photos and doing other projects. So, yeah. What's the craziest photo shoot you've ever done? Are you allowed to say that? Oh, my God. Like... Or like, oh do you God. have stories of like how it just was an absolute disaster? Let's not even talk like weddings. Right. But are you even allowed to say that? Because or are we just going to expose somebody where if they listen to this, they're going to be like, oh my God, she's, <laughs> she's talking, talking about, about me. <laughs> no, I don't think my uh, wedding clients are listening. No? They are in France and in Quebec. So do you, do you, uh, yeah, any crazy stories from Madagascar days where like they're stories. not going to, they don't even know uh, Edmonton exists? Oh, I did a, I mean, this is not a crazy story, but it was a cool uh, opportunity. I did a shoot for a bridal, uh, for wedding dresses uh, for uh, a designer who lived in uh, Reunion Island, who is in Reunion Island. And I was vacationing there. I was like on vacation there for to see my sisters because my sister was still living there. Yeah. And I also had weddings there. Okay. So I we did uh, this really cool uh, wedding uh, bridal shoot and close to the volcano. <laughs> Okay. If that makes sense. Um, it doesn't because I've it never It doesn't been make there. sense. I know. <laughs> I need to watch the cartoon movie Madagascar. Yeah, maybe you have to watch it. There. Yes. I'll send you, I'll send you some uh, YouTube videos. Do you of- have people, do you still have friends and relatives there that I could like stay at their house if I want? <laughs> my parents would actually love. Your parents are still there? My parents live in Normandy now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, I have uh, uncles and aunts and cousins in uh, Reunion Island, but my parents and my two sisters live in uh, Normandy. I feel bad I interrupted your story. Okay, keep telling about So yeah, story. so we just did this cre- she's like, "Oh, let's shoot near the volcano." So it's um if you can picture uh being uh on planet Mars, Mars like with like the black uh lava kind of like okay. um, you know, landscape. Yeah. Uh just imagine a, a bridal photo shoot there. That's cool. So very, I mean, unexpected. Like, yeah. Who does that? So. Right. Well, so that was cool. one of the really cool experiences. I was looking more for like, did you, you know, has Crazy anyone ever gotten a fist fight at a wedding <laughs> that you got to take pictures of, or like, have um, you ever been doing a portrait with, where you were like, what are we doing in this portrait? Like, is this all <laughs> like why I've, is there, you know? Not really. I I had some uh, annoying people, but not like crazy stories of like fights and like drunk. Uh, no crazy you know, boudoir shots because no, I'll tell you no what cra- when I did I mine they had to call an ambulance because the, the I, I'm not very bendy and I ended up pulling <laughs> my you, back your back and my one my left hamstring oh, and man. it was intense so you yeah. don't have any stories like that? well uh, no I okay. don't but the thing to know is that uh, a, um, a photo shoot is a little bit of a workout oh, so I people shoot stretch before oh, just, this yeah. is look at 
this is practical how, advice. Being silly, at, but this is true. This. Okay. Uh, lots of my clients uh, tell me after the photo shoot, especially for boudoir, because you really bend a lot of things. Uh, they are sore the next day. Yeah, they, they, there's a little bit of soreness, so you should stretch. Okay. Yeah, and be prepared. Be yeah. prepared. Drink lots of water. Lots you know, of water. Stretch. Yeah. You might cramp up a little. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Can we talk about the the one um, thing when I was on your website? The one you've done a bunch of different projects. Yeah, and we'll talk about your website after. People can go check it out. Yes, but there's one that I think is really cool, and I want to see more of it on your website. Let me right say oh, that to you. I need to update it. Um, what's it? What's it? Uh, what's it called with with uh, the ladies that are fifty and older? Women over over fifty. The if crone. You, the crone. Yes. Can we talk about that? Let's because talk about this. I just think it's cool. We talked about it on the phone the other day, mm-hmm. but talk about the inspiration behind that yes. um, and and the importance of that. Right. Okay, so the same way I was doing portraits and realizing that certain uh, parts of the population, like women who don't get married, don't have kids, yeah. are single, are not photographed, kind of like go invisible. I realized, because I was getting all those clients who are like 30, 35, 40 max. And then I realized, okay, but where are the ladies who are like 50s and older? Because they are still work, some are still working, uh, very interesting careers, um, very interesting journeys. And I kind of like realized that they disappeared from, uh, especially social media, because social media loves young, fresh people mm. if i can say mm-hmm. so after a certain time you kind of like get okay well, you're not young enough to be sure. featured on you know um fashion or campaigns or commercial stuff so so i was thinking okay where why are we not seeing these women uh and i and i was meeting them in like networking or um you know other photo shoots uh but they were not the, the kind of like the center right. uh, of attention because uh, oh, you know, I was doing this, but now I'm retired. Or now I'm like doing something else. I had a long career, blah, blah, blah. But they're not really, um, yeah, kind of like. Uh, they're not active they're, in, in in what we're all seeing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. They're kind of like, okay, it's your time to like, sure. you know, le- let the, give the space to new people, younger people. But then I was like, yeah, but they have really great stories. They Most of the time I talk to these women and they have like, you know, um, they have all of the crazy stories sure, about but it's, so many it's things. lived experience. Exactly. Wisdom. So I started um, searching about this and I was, uh, I don't know, I think I came across a text about the crone, uh, which is actually um, a term that is a little bit, how do I say that? Uh, some people find it offensive. So let's talk about the term. What, term, what t- does the crone mean? Okay, so in a woman's uh, life, uh, there's a f- different stages. So the maiden is the young woman, yeah. not married. Then there is the mother. And then, so she has children, she takes care of her children. And then there is the crone. The crone is the wise woman. Right. She is not having children anymore. She This is a time, or she doesn't have children. Sure. But she's the woman with exp- with experience, with knowledge. She knows things. Yeah. And she's the one who gives advice to the mother and the maiden and the, the kids. She has all of the... So it's a, it's a little bit of a spiritual um, 
I would say, uh, term. Uh, and then I, when I was doing this research, uh, that research about uh, these women, I realized that th uh, because of that patriarchal system of, uh, it was a long time ago, like, you know, they were trying to get rid of witches and they thought women was really um, um, doing lots of things to weird things. So yeah. they, the crone became this, old, bitter, very uh, ugly mm. women. You can see it in like movies sure. or even in books. So there yeah. was a, a movement, I would say, that was kind of like portraying this uh, woman over 50 uh, as a very mean. Yeah. Um, I like the word you use, bitter. Yes. Yeah, yeah jaded. Yeah. When actually, no, the, the, the wise woman is uh, the elder. Sure. She knows she has the secrets. Yeah. She knows. She has wisdom. Can bring light to a situation. Exactly. So I was like, oh, very interesting. So I decided to call my project the Crone, and I think I had some people reacting to it and say, oh, I don't really women saying, oh, I don't really want to be a crone because in their right. in their mind they had this imagery of the old right. bitter woman right. and i was like yeah but we're we're breaking we want to you want to reclaim it we are reclaiming the yeah. term and they were yeah. like oh yes yes absolutely yeah, so you want people to embrace it exactly for what it truly is absolutely yeah like why don't you want to share your story your journey yeah. you had an interesting interesting life you, your life is not stopping at 50 mm -hmm. you keep going you just go invisible yeah. but we want we need those stories we need them we yeah. need the wisdom. We need you to share your life experience with us. Absolutely. Because we still don't know what we're doing. Absolutely. Right? That's a secret. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not much of a secret. I, I think if people would wise up to that. Yes. So you, I love that. I love where that comes from. I love the inspiration of that. And so now what you're doing is is you're you're inviting these these women. Yes. I'm calling in these women to uh, do something for themselves. Uh, so it's not for the family. It's right. not for the grandkids. It's not for the husband. But do you, but, but um, I shouldn't ask it that way. Yeah. Uh, so many women that I know. Yeah. It's all about the children. Yes. It's all about the husbands. Right. It's all about, it's all about everybody else. Yes. And not them. Yeah. And you know what? I take advantage of that every day in my house because that's what my wife is. Um, and I'm not saying that to be funny. My wife, yeah. it, it's it's mind blowing to me how she never puts herself first. Mm. I think what you're saying is, let's put you first. Exactly for one day, two hours max. Right. Yeah. So right. it's very. It's not that much actually. Right. <laughs> and then I think I had one of my clients, and uh, I'm going to get a little bit like um, sad for a moment, but she did that photo shoot. And then she said to me during the photo shoot, I was talking to my, uh, kids and my husband and, um, I want a great portrait that they would be able to have in their, uh, house mm. when I pass away. Mm. And I was like, actually like, yeah, people want to have a photo of you. But don't you find it interesting that it was still about other people. Yes, I know. This is this is the beauty. Yeah. Of the chrome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This, this, is that these She's, these women? Yeah. They still just 
they just they just want to care about everybody else. Right. You know. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty incredible. It is. I, I, I my hope is that there's some people listening to this right now. Mm-hmm. And actually I do know some people that listen to all my podcasts, which I'm very, <laughs> very thankful for. And they should go rate them and put the stars on. Thank you very much. Yes. That's gonna help us. But um, my hope is that a couple of these 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 ladies that I know that they're gonna maybe take you up on this because I, I, hope I think so. that they should. Yeah, you know, and I, I, hope I, so. I think it's important. How do we um find you how, how you know let's talk about your studio a little bit more i know yes. that this is a newer venture it, it is uh yeah it's we opened in february yeah so very new. Last february, yes yeah um how do people get involved how do i mean obviously you go to the website they can book you and all yes. that type of stuff right but but is there consultations do you sit and try to get to know them a little bit better i'm assuming with especially with the crones that it is more of a relationship building thing right right um, so I'm online, uh, my website, my Instagram is, um, amityjot.com, amityjot on Instagram, um, E-M-I-L-I-E-I-G-G-O-D-G-I-O-T-T, I missed that up completely. That's okay. We, I, I mess things up all the time. Oh God! I know though okay. they go to your website. They'll yes. be able to find all that stuff. Yeah, all of all of the things are on my website. Uh, I have an Instagram account for uh, my photography uh, business, and I also have an Instagram account for my new studio, which is called Le Studio Yeg. Um, so yeah, so it's a new venture. I always wanted to create. A space for to gather people because I if I go back to my uh, years as a legal assistant as yeah. a jurist yeah. as a lawyer I felt very lonely mm. uh, and I didn't I I wanted to create something for people to come and create for themselves like have fun and uh, be creative so um, my business partner and I wanted that space that is like a blank canvas but also something that you can come and you can just take photos and do videos if you want so um so yeah so we we are super excited about this new studio um so yeah that's uh, that's where you can find me and um, you you are very um oh you're a very lovely person thank but you but you are uh you you love people I do. You do. Yeah. And I guess yeah. that's why you want to tell their stories. Yes. But you also love gatherings. You love community. You I love, love community. You love togetherness. Yeah, Which I, I do. think is very, very awesome. Thank you. Listen, we are going to, uh, we end all the podcasts yes. with uh, the Relentless Quiz. Okay. And it's a, it's very important, this quiz. Yes. And what this quiz does is it determines whether or not you are relentless, although I believe you are relentless. <laughs> I think that your journey from from Madagascar yeah. To Edmonton. I think yeah. you've had to be relentless. I think you've had to work very hard to get to where you're going. Right. Uh, sorry, to get to where you are and, mm-hmm. and where you continue to go to. But this quiz is going to solidify this. Okay. Are you... I'm ready. Are you nervous to take the quiz? A little bit, actually. Okay. Oh, geez. <laughs> What's I put, going I gotta, on? I got to put my glasses on because okay. I am old. All right. Here we go. Emily. Yes. Fruits or vegetables? <laughs> Fruits. <laughs> You find that question funny? Uh, yes. Or you just didn't know that that was no, because be I this is a joke with my partner. I, I say one day I said, "Oh, those vegetables taste like vegetables." <laughs> so <laughs> that's why I don't eat them. Exactly. Vegetables taste yeah, like vegetables. Yes. Yeah. Uh, city or countryside? 
Ooh, I'm a city. I'm a city okay. person. Even okay. if my parents live in the countryside, yeah, it's good for a little bit. Do your parents but live in like? Where do you say they live? Uh, they live in a. Okay, I'm going to say it in French. It's a little village in Normandy called Saint Marguerite de Viette. Mm. It's so small. Four hundred. That is it. Just beautiful. It's so cute. I just. I, I think I want to go hang out with your parents. Sure. Do they still have a summer home in Madagascar? No. No, oh, we okay. don't. Well, no. but you can go. Um, you can go to Normandy and hang out with them. Well, hang out. Okay, we got to yeah. get back to this quiz. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dirty bathroom or dirty kitchen? I love a clean kitchen. Every evening, every night, I need to have my kitchen completely cleaned. So then when I wake up the next morning, it's ready to go. So you're saying dirty bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, if you had to. I mean. Okay. Okay. <laughs> salty or sweet? Oh, salty. It's amazing to me because people pick fruit and then they go salty. I know. Isn't that interesting? It's so interesting. So interesting. Yes. Uh, morning or night? I'm not a morning person, so I was night. Night? Night, yeah. Okay. Favorite comedy movie? <gasps> Bridesmaids. Oh, nice. <laughs> this makes sense. <laughs> and you probably laugh so hard because you're, like, so you're like, I've seen all oh, of this. Yes, yeah. Such a good movie. It's so funny. So funny. Yes. Such a good movie. Yeah. Um, big party or small gathering? Oh, oh, this one is tough. I love a big party. Yeah. I love to dance. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Emily likes to party. <laughs> phone in the bathroom or no phone in the bathroom? No. I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't. We've had people say it before. I don't believe them. I don't believe them. Favorite love song of all time? Wow, that is so hot. Oh, my God. Favorite love song of all time? I cannot. The, uh, oh, this I'm might sorry. be this Actually, might be the most important um, question on the quiz. Whitney Houston. I will always love. I you. will always love okay. you. Yeah, because I'm a big Whitney fan. It's a that is a classic. Yes. Song, classic song. Yeah. A couple questions left. Okay. Cake or pie? Oh, I don't know. Both. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> I, had a, I had a guy in here a couple a little while ago, and he said pie. Plural, pies, he pies, said. He wants yes. pies. So All you want pies. both, okay? Last question. Describe your relentless podcast experience in four words. Um, fun. Mm, chill. <laughs> Connection. I don't know. This, this is not an yeah. adjective. Connection and story. Awesome. You have been such a pleasure to talk Thank to, you, you. Emily. You really are a lovely person. I think what you do is incredible. I think you're very gifted. You're very talented. Thank I you. love talking to artistic people because I'm not artistic, but I do appreciate it. Mm. And I actually really appreciate photography. I do believe that um, there's that saying of a, a picture can you know, mm -hmm. say a thousand words yes. or, or whatever that is. And, and I know that that's what you're doing. Thank and you. I think it's in particular with um, the crone. I, I just find it so interesting. I, I find it amazing. So I want to wish you nothing but success moving forward. I hope that people will go and check out Emily's website and, and hopefully book her for some work and, and, and get some stuff going on. Um, folks, if you want to check us out, we are at uh, our, our, all of our socials are at UCAN Edmonton and then our website is www 
www.ucan.ca. And then on my Twitter, it's at Kyle Dubay. We appreciate you listening. And uh, until next time, thanks again, Emily. Thank you so much. Thank you.